Oh. How many did Cat have? They had 16. It's getting Oof. up there. It's creeping. But, I mean, uh, Airman had, had 21. D'Angelo Russell had 25. Uh, D'Lo taking 25 is a fucking liability. Yeah. I know where Cat can get some of his shots from. Well, Jesus. I mean, I mean, D'Lo actually hit quite a bit here. I know, and they points. won, so I can't really talk, but fuck yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. If I give, if I but, give Cat shit, I've got to give D'Lo. But Carl Anthony Towns is putting up the same amount of shots as Tobias Harris is. Like, come on. Mark, yeah. come on, you're better than that. Yeah. You're better than that. But well, I was having Tobias Harris is overpaid, but still. Yeah, exactly. He is. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it is what it is. Like we're not we're not here to rib on. I mean, we love fucking ripping on on Clark On Friday. Tune in on Friday. We'll yeah, rip tune in on Friday. We'll fucking go. we'll give the Timberwolves a new fucking Timberwolf asshole. And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. You are here with your boys, Matty B and Locke. What is doing, Locke? Not much, Matty B. What is doing? Happy Tuesday, brother. Happy Tuesday to you, my friend. Um, look, it is my second favorite day of the week behind payday. Uh, I love Tuesdays. You know why? Is your payday never a Tuesday? No, payday is on a Wednesday. Oh, but- same, bruh. But um, Tuesday's fifth and triple day, baby. You know, it's the day that, you know, he hear the worst takes in podcast history. And then you tell us they're bad takes and we ignore you. We ignore you. We ignore you. We don't, we don't even listen. You know what? You could tell us in uh, audio format at uh, fifth and triple, uh, the, the old anchor page, anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble. Um, but you won't because but you can tell us on the socials too. You could. Fifth and dribble on Insta and Twitter. You could, you could indeed, but you uh, but won't. Again, but you could, you won't, you won't. We highly encourage you, though. Please message us, and uh, yeah, it's get it's getting to that point of the year where it's uh, it's it's Christmas. It's you know, it's ups and downs. Ebbs do and some flows. giving, do some giving. That's all right. Do some giving, do some giving. Stop doing your taking and do some giving, my friend. How was your uh, how's your weekend? My, my weekend was good. Uh, yep. I spent far too much of it with you. I must say, we uh, were, that's uh, why it was good. <laughs> we were going and having a good time, I think. How was your weekend, Matty B? My weekend was great. Um, I was living large Saturday night and I was sowing. I was reaping Saturday oh, and I was sowing on Sunday. We reaped and we sowed, don't you worry. Oh, shout, out, shout out to Springwood Sporto. Well done, boys. Yeah, Springwood Sporto, you did us well. Um, <laughs> you really enticed us with those uh, 15% off as soon as one of us became a member. And uh, it was it was great. It was tough. The, uh, the drinks were flowing. Shout out to Mick as well, making a making a nice little uh, nice little withdrawal from the bricklayer's laptop there. Well yep. done, mate. Yep. And not only that, but uh, for being my transportation. Thank you. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you, Cockasaurus Rex. We do love when the driver gets up. We do love that. We do love that. All right. Speaking about loving things, chicken and cheese. Ooh. The boy. Brandon Smith, he is, uh, it's all but confirmed. I mean, I don't know about you. I was listening to the, uh, I, I saw going over the socials, this Ice Project um, podcast that he did with the man, uh, Icy Ice from YKTR. And um, it was all Roosters. Like you may as well have called it the Roosters podcast because he was talking about how much he loves Trent Robinson. Um, you know, have a Trent Robinson speaks French at home and, and you know, talks mad smack about his pizza game and, and he's throwing squid and octopus and shit all over his pizzas and shit, which, you know, a Bondi boy would do. Why not? Um, but you just every describe time- Trent Robinson as a Bond villain. Yeah. Imagine rocking. Yeah. Up. He's there speaking French. They're on live squids and shit on his pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> laser comes out size. of the ceiling, starts cutting towards. Yeah, he thought he was gonna dick. fall. In, he thought he was gonna fall into a fucking tank with sharks with freaking lasers on their head. Laser beams, man. Um, so, <laughs> in order to avoid that, uh, you know, he's all but signed the dotted line. It, it. There were many times that Ice even tried to like save him and be like, "Oh man, so how about the meeting with the storm?" And he's like, and the cheese would be like, "Yeah, look, it's gonna be really emotional with bellyache, but um, yeah, he might convince me. I mean, uh, they've still got to do their pitch." And I was like, "Bruh." This is the worst kept season. And I love that. I love that because the cheese is unapologetically the cheese. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing, like the fact he's still got another year to play. Yeah. If this was, you know, if this was, he was a free agent now 
and wherever he signed was where he was going to play next year, then I'd like this, you know, like he's caught up in the emotion. He's keen. Let's do it. But he's still got, he's still got to turn up for next year. Yeah, bro. Zane this is the age old thing, but we've been talking was, about this for four weeks. I know, but the man said he was crying looking at the jersey. And he wanted to win a chip in the jersey. <laughs> Do bro. me in, bro. Like, I was cool with the kick out photo because I, I think that was just a little bit. I kick out, got the wall pulled over his eyes there. I think that mm. was the mm. plan all along long from the dogs. But um, this was, <laughs> if you're a Storm fan, this would have been rough. Yeah. Yeah. This bit, and then, especially if you're part of the Storm, like you work for the Storm front office or wherever, mm. where you've defended him after the uh, white powder scenario, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> And to come out and uh, and to do this after he got caught chopping up washing powder, it's a bit hard. Mm. Well, I mean, on that, they were talking about uh, the boys on their podcast. They were talking about how you know you got the you got the quiet guys, the the teddies and the and the manus who would rather play PlayStation than than play footy at this point, and and all this stuff. But then you've got the the JWHs and the and the Victor Radleys and stuff like that. And he was saying that apparently Trent Robertson was saying, well, we want you to unapologetically be you. Like, just come in, be a spark plug. Like, do you basically get on the bags on the fucking? I mean, the 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 washing powder on the, the weekend. Washing and, powder weekend, yeah. And, and I'm do, gonna do let that go. What what are, what do you takes on that? Um, I mean, any club would let him. That yeah. would have been a pitch from any club. Any club yeah. would have said, "We we." we will let you be you because that's how you get the most out of him. Mm. I think now the pressure's on though. Big move. If this is all turns out to be true and, and the storm are, aren't able to keep him, then it's a big move to a big club, big expectations. He's going to be the starting number nine. Mm. He's going to be the number nine. I imagine probably Sam Verrill's probably, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard to para or to the Titans. I need a hooker now. They do need a fucking hooker because they let Reed. Might, well, I don't. I don't even know. Let's don't get into it. it. Don't get into it. it. Let's not do it. Uh, <laughs> you make your stepdad cry again. Don't get mate, into it. Oh, he was, mate. Was was shook. shook. I was chatting to him on 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 Saturday morning, mate. That man is in a dark place. <laughs> Reed Marnie going, Papa Lee going, but mate, they re-signed Campbell Gillard <laughs> and the King. And the king. king. No, I saw photos of the king being in front of the pack at preseason today. He was running faster than all the others. Yeah, so well, that's good. That's what that's you a need. Good, that's a good 800k earned. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, king. Well done. But well done, um, I mean, I think there's just so much expectation on the cheese if he does go. Some mm. of the stuff's a bit much for me, mate. Like I'm not. Uh, he's free to be who he is because we want heels. We want guys that we don't like. It kind of create. He creates something like an atmosphere, right? Like. His first game for the Roosters against the Storm going oh, to be oh insane. Munster might out. kick you. Might, Munster might just kick him in the face three times. Do it. He's got the history for it. And him and I Harry mean, Grant going against each other. Oh, oh it's going to be crazy. And like, and especially it's like after Cronk left to go to the Roosters, won a premiership yeah. there. This yep. is going to be like. I don't know. It's going to be cra- it's going to be crazy, and they're going to love it. The NRL is going to milk the shit out of it. Oh, like good. They're, like they're doing for the... It's, uh, it's sport, man. You want storylines No, you do, sport. you do. The NRL do this too. Like th- this year, conveniently, the Rabbitohs and the Roosters play. Latrell Mitchell's first week Latrell back. gets back, yeah. Yeah, instead of yeah. the traditional round one meeting. That was convenient, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's already speculated that the year after Broncos and, and the Dolphins will be the first game in Brisbane. I'm cool for like, that. No, but that's I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, conveniently, I'm cool, just, I'm cool yeah, with it too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm not, but narratives, yeah. like, they run the show, right? They do. They do. And I think, I don't know, just the saying that, yeah, saying the shit like, oh, I want to win a chip with, like, say that after you sign. Mm, if yeah. the Storm haven't had a chance to even pitch him yet, mm. then, yeah, I don't know. I hear that um, even the Titans put in a put in a pretty decent pitch. Uh, he was excited about the fact of being, like, the the – the big dog, the, the one that everybody listened to, the Cameron Smith of the Titans. Mm. Um, and that, I think that could have been cool to see. But as I said, all but confirmed um, that he's going to the Chooks. And uh, from one Chook to another, Joey Manu ended up extended to 2024. So, I mean, that just almost... Mate, that, that was, big, that was huge back. news for me. I thought he was gone for sure. Nah, there was there was a little stuff. There was a few little things about him in uh, supposedly in Warriors kit. But, I mean, he's I, don't a, know, I just thought maybe the, the idea of being able to get that money... Play six, play one, but I guess if he's happy there, and the, the boys are keen to win. And I mean, just a quick last last note on the cheese. I don't know how well his antics go if he plays for, I don't know, uh, the Dragons or someone, right? Like I don't yeah, know how nah. his antics go when they're losing. 
Yeah. If he's got his antics going, he's with the he's with the roosters and they're going back to back. They're they're up there. No one cares. No one cares. Speaking of antics and the dragons, uh, I slept go on this podcast as well, which I thought was interesting. You know, Corey Norman got fined the uh, the fifty k for the for the yeah. party incident. He won it all back on the punt the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see that. Sometimes see good it. things happen to less good people. Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> what we've got here as well for Lee Kafusi is dolphin number zero zero one. You love to see mm. that he's got a three-year deal going up there, and he's uh, literally the face of the franchise right now. What do you what do you rate of this? I mean, it's all right. it, I, it's okay. It's pretty good. It's not mm. the it's not the marquee guy you thought you'd get him. Munster, Grant, Cheese, or um, yeah, Potter. but he's only player number one. But, I mean, not- yeah, that's the thing. That's it, like I think it was it was crazy to think you were going to get that guy first. Mm. I think what's yeah. more likely to happen is the. Put, put a nice little like starting team around there, put some pretty good guys, some veterans, some young mm. guys, take a punt. And then a star has to see, oh, this team's got some cap space and this team, you know, could use me. I'm going to go there. And I think that's, yeah. that's what the key is. I have to stay flexible. Like don't panic. Like don't mm. just sign guys. Don't sign average guys to, you know, really big deals. And three years for Felice Cafusi's, it's okay. I think that third year might be a pain in the ass, but I think they needed it to sign him. Mm, yeah, and I mean, and Kafusi, he, like he's a good, he's a good service yeah, man. Like, he's yeah, not, he's, he's, he's not good. Shit. He's he's an Origin player. He's played yeah. for Tonga. Um, I think he's a hell of a grub. Yeah, I think he's king of the grubs, mate. But um, I think Kafusi's only as good as the as the halfback next to him. Mm-hmm. So it depends who they put next to him. We'll see. And worst case, he's not that great of a player, and he's just a good leader who's got plenty of rep experience. Exactly, and, and premiership experience. And he's from uh, he's from Bundaberg as well, so he's from up there. Proud Queenslander. He was around that eight in a row and stuff. He's um he's a good guy for the job. He might, depending who they sign, he might run out as the inaugural captain. He could do. I think he's got the. I think he's probably got the experience, and Wayne Bennett would know him from Origin and kind of trust him there. Depending who they sign, he might be. He might be captain. Uh, Dolphins captain number one. Potentially, potentially, and I mean that's you know. Not a terrible thing to have on the resume. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I like it. It is what it is. Um, all right. Well, that's that's pretty well it in the NRL. The NRL is pretty bare bones right now. Now, my friend, what I thought we would do today I'm is – trouble uh, now, boys. He's thinking. It's, you know, we're in the mid-20s now. Uh, let's do a callback. We haven't done a callback yet, so let's do a callback to a previous episode. So um, at the beginning of the NBA season, you know, 20-odd games ago, um, we broke down every team and we said, you know, what what we think would go well, what we think would go bad. Uh, you know, we're about a quarter of the way through, and I want to do a, a, a what you want. I want you in uh, in one sentence or less, tell me what does – Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Yeah, yes, Tell me what you want, Matty B. Hit me, hit me. I want you to tell me – I want you to tell me what every team in the East needs. Now we're going to go through alphabetical order, um, and then and then we're gonna you know we're gonna dabble with the tiers that we uh, that we put these teams in at the beginning of the year. So let's um, let's play around with it a bit, okay? So um, uh, would you like to go first, ladies first, or or would you like me you know, to go first? I'll, I'll, I will let you go because I'm a gentleman. You. you can go first. Thank you. Okay. Well, the Atlanta Hawks. <sighs> what do they need? In a sentence or less, they need. Just a bit of consistency, and they need Trey Young to give a fuck. One year, one year in the uh, one year ago, they obviously had like this Cinderella story run, and they they went into the playoffs and and they did really really good things there. Matchups favored them. I completely understand that. Kevin Huerta exposing Seth Curry in that Philadelphia series was fantastic, but um, like they need. They need Trey to give a fuck. They need their star to give a fuck in the regular season because, you know, this team is still really, really young. Like they and, – and they have like seven or eight decent guys. They should be able to go deep again. What do you think? I mean, one, that was a long sentence. We're using some fucking semicolons in that. That was a long, that was a long sentence, brother. A few sentences. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's red hot Trey saying the regular Bro, that's 10 fucked, games man. in and Trey saying the regular season as well. That, that's what I was like, oh, because we picked the Hawks to go, all right. We were yeah, pretty we like, <laughs> I heard that and I just, I had the cringe going. I was like, this is, this is not good. Yeah, <laughs> this is, mate, this is, this is red flag season over here. Mm, um, I, mm. I agree. Kevin Herter last year was amazing. That poor man, I, I don't think he's been the same since Steph Curry cooked him the other week. <laughs> Man, Steph, he, hasn't, he hasn't really had that good of a mate, year. Like Steph, that game against the Warriors, Steph Curry put him in the torture chamber. <laughs> and the worst thing was the coaches left him out there. Uh, MVP is going to do that, man. Oh, 
uh, he is. It's not Steph's fault. It's not Kevin Herter's fault. No. Nah. Uh, that boy, nah. there were times Steph was running over screens. He was cross. Mate, Kevin Herter's eyes, he wanted to be anywhere else. Yeah. But guarding 100%. Steph. But I think I think consistency is right. It was it. We joke about Trey, but it was a huge red flag when he said that. You need to get to the playoffs before you can play playoff basketball. Mm, exactly. And um, that, they've had a few injuries lately, and a few guys are going to miss some time, a couple of wings. Mm, yeah. Um, I think Bogdan and um, DeAndre Cam Hunter. Red- and Cam Reddish as well, I think, picked up something oh, in the tough. last couple of days. So tough. I think that rotation is going to kind of sort itself out. I know I mentioned I thought they maybe had a few too many guys on the fringes for the wings. Mm. Maybe this rotation will sort itself out now and they can find some consistency. Let's hope. Let's hope. All right, my friend. Now it's up to you. The Boston Celtics. What? What you want? What do you? What do you think that this team needs? I think they need a starting point guard. Yep. I think Marcus Smart and Dennis Schroeder are bench point guards or bench mm-hmm. guards and mm-hmm. situationally starters. I think mm-hmm. they need a guy who can. If your offense is getting generated by Tatum and Brown, I don't think you're going to have a great lot of luck there. They're not playmakers. No. No, Unfortunately, they're not. they're not. Like, it just is what it is. That it just. It sucks that they're so good at everything else on the basketball court except playmaking. Yeah. They just, I, I, I don't know. That's just unfortunately what they're missing out. Um, I thought Dennis Schroeder was going to be a good pickup. He's been all right off the bench, but he doesn't offer as much playmaking as you'd hope. Mm, no, I completely agree with you. Uh, one thing I will say to that is they just need, uh, they need a killer. Uh, Jason Tatum hasn't been the guy that I thought he was going to be. Uh, he's he's shooting red hot garbage uh, on the year. Uh, it's getting better. Don't get me wrong. Like it's, it's almost as if he's playing himself into into. We talk about playing yourself into game shape, um, but he came back so muscly. It's almost like he's playing himself into like game leanness. Like he just needs to he needs to drop a little bit of size so that he can get to his spots the way that he was, you know, the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, I mean, a point guard would help with that. Yeah, because the I, ball's not in his hands. I think it would too, and it kind of takes the decisions out of his hands. He's still young, man. Mm, like he's yeah, still young. No, he Brown's he still young. What they, they can't play, mate. They just can't. Like it's it's unfortunate they can't. If they they need a guy who's like I don't even know what level. Like a like they need someone at like a Lowry level, right? Like if this team had mm. Lowry, how much does that raise the ceiling of this team? The dragon. The drag. I was the, you. You know the latest on the dragon. Mm. He is chilling in Slovenia until the trade deadline. Of course he is. Good man. So he uh, stepped away with your brother team. Zoran. Dragons. He has Zoran and Goran, mate. Oh, Just tearing, tearing up, up Slovenia, Slovenia like, like the old days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I, think, I think if Dallas doesn't get Luka much help soon, he'll be on the next plate over there with the boys. Right. If Goran, Zoran and Luka all pe- like put, pull their money together, they could buy Slovenia. I think they, after Lucas fucking extension, they might. Yeah, hundred percent. Shout out to the former Balkan states. <laughs> but, right, well, um, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, unless you have any more on the Boston Celtics. No, no, I do think that is a good shout though. The Dragon. I think he'll be available as a buyout guy, but I think, I think Dallas or the Lakers probably end up with with Goran Dragic going. Yeah, into, for sure. For going sure. into the playoffs. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Uh, the the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, my turn here. The Nets. They just need a bench. They don't even like. They don't even need Kyrie. They're they're playing well. I mean, they're they're still top three uh, as I last saw. Top three in the East. So they're they're doing fantastically. But I mean, Blake Griffin, who started you know the first five games semi decently, has just fallen off a fucking cliff. No, he's getting like washed, isn't he? It's, it's tough Bruh. to watch, man. It's it's hard as a Clippers fan as well. It's hard to watch because that mm. man, like, he put us on the map. The last first jersey I ever owned was a was a BG first. Real Jersey A Evan was a BG. Um, but um yeah, look, the Brooklyn Nets, they then as I said, they're not getting anything from Blake, they're not getting anything from Paul Millsap. They're surprisingly getting like fourteen points a game from Lamarcus Aldridge, know, but that I may know. not continue. Um I, I would almost bet all the money I own that that's not gonna continue. Um <laughs> what, they just what have, they have no depth. Bucks? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then and and what you're getting out of Joe Harris is is not enough for the contract that no. he's got. Um so yeah, they they're going in great production out of Patty Mills, um, semi decent production out of James Harden, and I mean Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. He's always going to be either one A, B, or C in the in the league. So you know you could coast by on that, but when it comes down to playoff time, um, you're you're pretty strapped right now. I think they need. I think they do need Kyrie back. I think they're yeah. doing well. They're treading water. They're always like if you got James Harden and uh, Kevin Durant, even with James Harden playing like he is. 
your floor is still going to be pretty high. Mm. I think they need mm. Kyrie, especially coming into playoffs. So maybe they can hit up one of those uh, fake vaccine card things and yeah, and hook Kyrie up. Man, they got they got the money for it. With, um, with the new with the new stuff going on and the new variants and shit and um, mm. the New York the new New York governor doubling down, man. I I don't think there's any chance he he plays this year. I thought this there might have been a chance. Next. I think I think it's going to be a tough time getting him on the court, mate. Like it's mm. yeah, and it's going yeah. to be curious to see if he misses out this year. And and they don't win a chip because of it. Does he get done in the off season? Yeah, can Kevin maybe. Durant and James Harden convince him. Maybe do they trade maybe. him? Oh, maybe no. they do a DeAndre Jordan and like throw the chair under the door and vaccinate. I can himself. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Zero yeah. dark thirty and snatch him yeah. off the street one day. Get their uh, uh, get their jab certificate, whatever it's mate, called for nurses. You have to do there. what you got to do, mate. Got to do what you got to do. Um, we had them as one of our top four teams. Do you still believe they'll be a top four team? <sighs> In the East, yeah, yeah, I think they can. I think they can hold it. I think Kevin Durant has the potential to do that. Yeah, like yeah, he no, almost beat. He almost single handedly took care of the Bucks last year in the playoffs. Mm. No, I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. All right, moving on. Deshala Hornets, my friend. What do you think that they need? I think they need two things. Mm. They need a little bit of veteran leadership on the floor. Yep. And off the floor, they need to get Michael Jordan some Henny on the bench. Get that man hyped. It has get been awesome hyped, seeing MJ on the bench yelling, screaming at Kelly Oubre for missing threes and blowing yeah. kisses. It's great to see him animated and getting involved, man. It's always been something we're like, I think after the last dance and, and people were kind of like, yeah, we know you're a dick, Michael, but we still love you. Yeah. They're like, we yeah. know you're a dick. It's okay. Yeah. And then he kind of is like embracing. I think he was always worried about being seen as a dick. Yeah. But now it's like people are kind of embracing it and loving it. He's coming out of his shell. And it's like when uh, Steve Barmer first bought the clips, it's just fun watching the owner on the bench. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. It's good. It's, it's, yeah, yeah it's nice seeing an animate because. Mark Cuban's like relatively animated, but no one is on Steve Barmer level, you know, no. like no one is fucking grabbing thighs and, and basically stroking dicks while they're on the sideline. You know what I mean? Like, so, so to see MJ get up and, and he's got, he's like, maybe not, maybe not some of like the younger guys that are coming that are, you know, more our age, but he's still the goat like regarding to, to a lot of those guys and, and probably a lot of the younger guys too. But I mean, they all grew up watching LeBron and stuff I th- like that. I think so for some of those younger blurred. guys, he's more than a basketball player to them. He's like, he's so mythical that like they probably he's haven't watched, they've watched him play, right? And the last dance opened up a lot of the doors and stuff like that. But it's like mm. before the last dance, it was like, you didn't, you knew about Mike, but you didn't know about Mike. Yeah. And it was kind of like, this is mythical. And now he's like, it's so good for these guys. And I think honestly, if he's, if he's keeping this up and being a character, he himself could be a pool to come to Charlotte, right? hundred like percent. I, I, I never understood like, like why he yeah, wasn't the pool. I, I, th- I think he, I think he just wanted kind of the privacy of it and wanted to do it. I just think he didn't, he was worried about getting too involved and tarnishing the legacy, not selling mm. as many shoes. Like, you know what mm, I mean? Mm. Like everything was so set up perfectly as like, he's, he's the goat. He's this, he's, that's very easy to ruin that. But now people yeah. are like you can do a fucking one, MJ. Like we're cool. Like you're out here punching Steve Kerr. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. like do what you do, bro. We we'll still love you. And he's do, and he is running with it. That man is fun to watch. But um, yeah. on the court, I think they just need an adult. Yeah. Gordon Hayward's been doing a good job, but I think they I'm just with you. Need- they need somebody with like championship prowess. Gordon yeah. Hayward, you're right, does do a good job of being the adult of that core. Um, but they need somebody that's like, okay, this is how you win a chip. Like this yeah. is. This is what I've been doing. I've been on and off of these things. Even getting a like a, a presence like a Udonis has them, which he will never go to Charlotte. But I'm just saying that that level of player, even possibly like a JaVale McGee, three-time champion, mm. but just uh, – and, I mean, they need a center as well, but he's not going anywhere out of Phoenix. But someone like that that they just, you know, can rely on to to stem the tide when necessary. You know yeah, what I mean? It doesn't have to be a point guard because you love the flash of Lamelo. Yeah. Uh, Miles Bridges is coming into his own, obviously. But yeah, as you said, just a voice. Mm. You know? He doesn't even have to be a guy that plays a lot, you know? Exactly. Like exactly. just comes in, tells the guys, don't, like you do what you need to do. Like I, I, I agree. I think that'll come too. I think guys will see this court and want to play with them. Mm. I think the Bulls will end. I know we're about to touch on them. Step on your toes, bro. I think the Ouch. Bulls. Will, I think the Bulls will end up with that too, with a few older guys going. You know what? Those young guys down there. I'll attach my wagon, especially guys who might not have won, have gotten close before, who knows what mm, it takes to get mm. to playoffs, but not all the way. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's that's probably an easy fix to kind of get. 
Mm. And we might touch on this in the West, but I think that that was a really underrated thing that the Phoenix went out and did when they got like James Jones. Like he, that man, that man mm. went to as many finals as LeBron. He was right there with him, and the reason mm. was is because he was a positive voice. His name was room, Champ, and he he echoed he echoed LeBron. Yeah, you know. So and being around him, you know, there's no, it's no secret why Steve Kerr is such a good coach. He's been around Greg Popovich. He's been around Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like he's been around Phil Jackson. Like the man, and and he was a good player in his own right. Like James Jones is the same level of. He was around those Suns teams that were good too that never quite made it. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, pushing on um, from Michael to his uh, alma mater, basically the Chicago Bulls. Um, One thing that I think that they need is, is, I think that this rim protection thing is really going to come to bite them in the ass. I mean, they've got a pretty good defense as it is with, with the revolving door that is Vucci main. Um, and, and they seem to be running at this level of defense that like, if you can't get past our first two guys in Lonzo and Caruso, then, you know, we're not going to respect you. And, and those guys are on another fucking level right now defensively. Like they are, they are freaks. I was listening to the Podfather and he had um, former recruitment guy for the Mavs and they were talking about how they were trying to get Caruso three years ago because he, like they saw that he was going to be this all defense player, which Spoiler alert, I think he could be all defense second team this year. Mm, um, so do I. Him and Lonzo could be the guards. Him and Lonzo could be the guards on, on the two individual teams. But uh, yeah, so they were trying to go out and get Caruso and 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 the Lakers what offered him two years 15? Like what the fuck is that about? So I th- but I do think that they need some kind of like rim protection. The rim protection that they're relying on right now is either Vucci Main or Derek Jones Jr., like a really undersized center. So and and Demar's Demar's like actually playing defense for the first time in his career, so that's nice to see as well. But um, yeah, someone like it doesn't even need to be someone big. And we've talked about this guy before, Jared Vanderbilt for the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's a man that knows how to play his role as a power forward, as a defender, right? He would be, in this system, he would be perfect. It would be disgusting to watch because Minnesota are just a really shit version of Chicago for me right now. <laughs> like, if if you put someone like Jared Vanderbilt or like Jonathan Isaac pre-injury, I know you're not high on him, but like someone like that next to Vucci Main that could like take away all those defensive deficiencies, could grab 12 rebounds, could give you two blocks, could give you three steals and doesn't need to like score the ball. The ultimate like 2021 Dennis Rodman, this team would be arguably unstoppable in the first year. I think they have a guy that can do that. Just unfortunately, he's going to miss the rest of the year. Yeah, he's injured. He's injured. I think Patrick that Williams. is what, and, and as much as it would be not, I hope they don't. Move, I've heard a few few people say they should move him for a rim protector or someone who does something mm. similar. Yeah, I don't think they should. I I don't ever think even when they started off hot, no one really thought their end goal was a championship this year, right? No, like Lonzo and Caruso are still pretty young. Demar's getting a bit older. Vucci Mane's getting a bit older. But I think they can use this, learn what they want to do, and then integrate Pat Williams next year. Yeah, and I think possibly. that's really when they can be unstoppable. Mm, I think if they, I think shot. they will pick up, kind of like what the Suns did with Javale McGee, where they picked up a cheap vet min center. Um, mm. I think they'll do something similar to that. Who can soak? That knows what it takes to win. Yeah, because I mean, in the East, the big guys that are really going to punish you, Joel, like Joel, yeah, and then I guess KD, KD if he's playing the five. Yeah, um, I mean, playoff wise, possibly Bam. But he doesn't really yeah. play that like scoring role. He kind of facilitates out of the post there. Mm, yeah. Um, I think they just need someone to soak up some minutes there and 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 just yeah. And just kind of be able to draw a few fouls and stay there. Yeah. And I, yeah, I no, think I they'll pick that up in the offseason. But I think if they get Pat Williams, their perimeter defense will be insane. And they'll kind of just say, if you get by us, you'll score, but you're not getting by us. Yeah, no, I feel that. It's and like if they go all in on maybe. that perimeter defense and everyone can switch. And everyone can do everything. It's kind of it's going to be hard to get past them. Yeah, bro. We're the bulls of our Sunday night league. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, still think they're top four. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think they'll finish top four in the East. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do think so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, moving on to uh, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Up to you, my friend. What do you think that the Cleveland Cavaliers need outside of Larry Nance Jr. to go back. <laughs> Mate, the answer to all these teams should be Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. Um, Actually, Larry I, Nance, just, I mean, j- just quietly, back on that Chicago team. Yeah, Larry Nance Jr. Would, on that Chicago team would be elite on amazing. that team too. That would imagine, be elite. Imagine Lonzo on the fast break. One side's Larry Nance, one side's Derek Jones Jr. If you're the guy defending that fast break, I'm subbing out. 
and then on, <laughs> business and then, decision. And then in the backcourt, you got Alice Caruso as well, who can also get up there. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm Zach Levine. Oh no, nah, stop yeah. it. No, nah, I'm good, it. bro. I'm good, man. That's it. Oh, don't. Yeah, actually, that's a good. That's a dunk first. Larry, Larry Nance Jr. to Chicago. We're petitioning it right now. Yeah, do it. Pull the trigger. Yeah, um, do it. All right, but Cleveland. I I think they need patience. I patience, think they're building yeah, something really good there. They got Evan Mobley. He's going to be a star for 10, 15 years. Yeah. I think they need patience. Don't mm-hmm. rush anything. Um, I think they need to make a few moves. Yeah, I 100%. think they need to. I need to, they need to see what they can do with Kevin Love. I don't think they'll be able to do much. No, nah. um, I think closer to the trade deadline there might be something. I think he's got one more year after this, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And Is it's it like fucking next year? thirty-six million or something. I think, something I think next year, next year that contract's going to be hot. Yeah, with the CBA probably going up in the next year or so. Yeah, and obviously teams are going to want to get things yeah. off the books for the free agents that are coming through. But mm. it's going to be I a think- sad, sad day when when Kevin Love goes from you know thirty-six million to like probably barely making eight. Yeah, but I mean, the, he has a chip. He's got some cash. He's doing all right. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. He's doing all right. I'm not, I'm not he'll get his, he'll get zero retired in Minnesota as well, or forty two uh, sorry retired. Yeah, in I am not losing any. He might get zero retired too in the Cavs. I am not losing mm. any sleep over for Caleb. But um, I think they need patience. Make some moves. I think they need to choose between Garland and Sexton. Mm-hmm. I think they with the injuries make that a little bit harder than it probably should be. Um. Yeah, see, I don't know. I think it's a hard decision regardless. I mean, no, I, I think I it's hard anyway, but it's harder with the injuries. Yeah, I wasn't that high on Garland coming in, but he is like, he's shown me some shit. Like he's got some real he's got some real dog about him when he's allowed to have the ball in his hands. And that and that might be a byproduct of Colin just ball hogging and, and Garland actually playing the two guard role, which is his legitimate role, except he's six one. And it could just be that uh that that's what it is, that their play styles don't don't mesh, right? Mm, yeah, and that's could fine. Be. But I think they need to they need to kind of make some moves, solidify. I think they also mm. can't be afraid to lose games. Mm, yeah. Like we were, we're given, we're given the Rockets a hard time for tanking, but it's like Cleveland's not going to that extent. But you know, nah. if they lose a few, get themselves someone to pair Evan Mobley and Darius Garland and Colin Sexton with, that's not the worst thing in the world. I think they just need patience. Cleveland yeah, fans, stay strong. Hundred percent. All two of you. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, all right, the Detroit, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, look, there's not much to touch on here. They, they need a lot. Um, starting starting with patience and starting with and and then after that you know they need a legitimate all star and they could have possibly found that in Cade Cunningham. Um, the shooting's not there yet, and and I mean it's the cliche. I'm sure you've all heard it. If you listen to this podcast, you probably heard the shooting's not there yet, but his free throw percentage is up around eighty percent, so the mechanics are good. Yeah, sure, the mechanics are good, and that's all going to come. He is a rookie at the end of the day. Like the dude's he's what like nineteen what, games. Like Jesus Christ, um, he's gonna be he's gonna be great, but he won't be a piston his whole career. It's not going to happen. There's going to be a point where he gets like he gets upset or is like sick of them not winning because they're still going to be mediocre and or worse for the next five to ten years. He, so he actually seems like one that would. <laughs> I know two contracts. This is going to market here first. When we're doing episode one thousand or whatever, two contracts later for Cade Cunningham, he's not going to be a piston. I, I swear to God, if now. no one's left as a voicemail, we're on this episode. I'm going to be so <laughs> mad. I'm going to be so <laughs> mad. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I'll be yeah, mad too. I think he'll, I think he'll he'll give them a lot more patience than other guys. Mm. That's um, why no, that's why I think he lasts. He'll last his his rookie deal and he'll re up. But then after that, in the in nine years, twenty thirty, he's not going to be a piston. <laughs> We're not going to have you. these tapes for them, so we'll uh, we'll lock I'm that telling you, we live in a digitized world, baby. It's going to be it's going to be there. <laughs> It'll be around somewhere, and somebody will send me a DM from the deep dark web saying, "Hey." You said this, and that's right. fine. I'm sure you get Do those it. anyway. Don't you worry. Yeah, the one. You, 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 said, this, you said this price, big dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything? Anything you want to add to that? Or are you ready to move um, on? To Indiana? I, I kind of agree. Kind of. Yeah. Nothing really. I think they just need to. to yeah, to just draft. They yeah, just, just draft. Just, just draft invest off. in your scouts, guys. I think that's yep. all you're gonna need. And it yep. only takes a few to kind of to, get yourself if they get a guy. Scout. If they won't because they're not going to be that bad. But they might get lucky if they got a guy like Chet Holgram to partner mm. with Cade. Oh, Jesus, that that could might bring it. the timeline up. And, and I, I think, mean, don't I, get me wrong. They've got like they've got some interesting talent there with with obviously with Jeremy Grant, who they could be moving for Ben Simmons. They get Ben Simmons, and and this potentially changes everything. It makes them, you know, a really shit team to like a subpar mediocre team. But uh, you know, you got some good guys in you know Sadiq Bay and Beef Stew and all that kind of stuff. But I just 
the next five to ten years, I don't see them. They might scratch an eight seed one of those no, years. I, I think. I think they. I think if they draft well the next two years, they they could do something. Like it's so easy for teams now to just change on the fly. Mm. Like it's rare to see a team, and we're about to touch on them now. This is a dope segue. I'm getting good at this one too. The Indiana Pacers have mm. kind of been stuck at mediocrity for a little bit, but um, and continue to be. There's there's been other teams that can just pivot quickly. All of a sudden, you've got this. Like, have a look at the Bulls. Mm. The Bulls had Zach Levine kind of there, rotting away, got Vucci Main, and then all of a sudden, it's like a couple of smart moves, and holy shit, these guys are top four in their conference, and we're talking about them being a missing piece away. You got to change it from the top down then because you got to go out the top that still thought that Blake Griffin could have been your franchise centerpiece. That man is now in, in no. Brooklyn a couple of years later and is, mm. is a fucking shadow. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that, shadow is, that is true. That is true. And, it, and, it, and it, hopefully they can. Hopefully they can get some stars and, mm. and they can kind of make that because Detroit basketball is always fun basketball. Yeah, it's good basketball. They, they start fights every 17 years. All right, so uh, Indiana, my friend, as you were getting on, uh, what what do you think that they need? They need a star. Yeah. They need a, they need a guy who's the guy. Like, I love Sabonis. I think yeah. Sabonis is great. He's fun to watch. He's passionate. You can score from all over the floor. Mm. But when you're arguably your two best players, Miles Turner and Sabonis, can't really play together, what is doing? Mm. Like, the fact that's, that Miles Turner... I think that's... I think that's an sorry to cut you off on your on your tangent there, but I think that's an issue in itself. They don't have they don't have a one, two, and three. Like as you said, they need a star, yeah. right? They've got they've got A, B, and C because Sabonis, Turner, and Levert or or Brogdon, they're and Warren when he gets back, they're all on the same level. Like they're all Chris Duarte is not much behind him. Yeah, exactly. Like, the only thing that Chris Duarte's got going for him is that he's younger than the rest of those yeah. guys, you know, except, you know, he's also spent four years in college. He's and also not, not the that same young. longevity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, I agree with you that they, yeah, they need a star. That's, I mean, that's where I'm getting at. Yeah. The fact that Turner's still on his team is fucking crazy. That's dumb. That's like, so the dumb. fact that he's on this team is insane. How many trade offers have we seen for Turner or how many mm. rumors? Mm, like, yeah. mate, I, I never understood why they didn't flip him. And, and if they like him, commit to him and flip Sabonis. Mm. You can't have the two. You can't have the two. Sabonis yeah. is a center. Sabonis is a center. He's, he's not a power forward. I think Especially in this day and age, yeah. man. Like, he's, he's, a, a, he's, he's a great ball five. He could be a oh, – I just don't know. Mm. Um, we'll see. And, and the thing is, I think this, this Indiana team would have been a great candidate for Ben Simmons. Yeah. I think – if if Philadelphia's best player wasn't Joel, like a Turner trade for you know Turner and whatever for Simmons, if you mm. had like say but Warren in there, right? Like Turner and Warren. Or well, yeah, Simmons. Turner and Karras, whoever. Or yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, Turner and one of those wins. Or Brogdon, Brogdon and Turner. Now, I, th- I think you keep Brogdon with um, you keep you try and keep Brogdon with with Simo with Simo, and you have him as the other ball handler. You know, him mm. be the other guard. And mm. him be out of handle when Simmons can't. Yeah, I think that team would be unbelievable. But I, I, a Turner for a Turner and MB team. What's the point of that with Drummond on the bench? Like, yeah, true. Big truths. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, back to you, my friend. Uh, the Miami Heat. I just went, bro. Oh, you did just go. It's to me. Sorry, mate. It's late. We get. It's getting late. I've been. I've, I've been logo designing. and I've been doing all kinds of things. It's getting late. By the way, check out the new logo on the. Uh, on the album art today, guys. Please good. let us know. She looks good. Please let us know what you think. Uh, the Miami Heat, uh, look, there's not much to say here. They're, they're, these guys are the perfect coast team. These guys and the next guys from Milwaukee Bucks, I think, are the perfect coast team. They're both going to end up top four. They both have all-stars all up and down the roster. They both have guys absolutely buying into their roles. Kyle Lowry is, is Chris Paul of the East. Like, this man... He his production is just as high, but all of his numbers are dropped. You know what I mean? Like his his efficiency is up, but he and his and his plus minus is up. But it it's not a Kyle Lowry team. You know what I mean? Like I mean, it's the same as Phoenix. Phoenix is not a Chris Paul team. Chris Paul yeah. is he might be the most influential guy, but he's like, but it's not. It's not. He's, not he's the third guy on that team, and it's the exact same for Kyle Lowry. He might be the most influential guy, like the best puzzle piece that they needed, but he's the third or fourth most like most needed guy there. You've got you got Tyler Hero who's absolutely buying into being this flamethrower Lou Will kind of guy, right? You've got Jimmy Butler who's just a fucking dog and we love him on this podcast. Like we 
we are stroking Jimmy any second that we get, right? And and Bam Adebayo is this young, um, agile center that if he added a three pointer to his to his repertoire, he could be like a beefy Giannis. Like he's 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 to me he's like a young Dwight Howard. Right, he's like this and, day and, and age. And it, it's I like that you mentioned Giannis because he's a guy that can defend Giannis. Exactly, and that's they, the thing. They, he's agile. Defensively, they they're a team that can. I don't know how he could go against Durant, mm. but he can do it against Giannis. And I'm curious to see if if you that's know who what they're can guard do. Durant though on that team. Sorry, you know two guys that can guard Durant on that team. Yeah, I do know two guys that can guard Hit Durant me with on him. that team. Lowry and Butler. Not even. That's not even who I was thinking. Who PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker, and Butler. Yeah, Tucker could do it. I think I think Lowry's always given uh, given him a little bit of a hard time there. He's given him a hard time, but I mean, mate, you just have to look in the crystal ball to 2020. Mm, PJ Tucker true. was fucking giving it to Durant. He's the reason that that the box got over the he, he did foul him every time he defended him though. Bro, and then he was blowing kisses <laughs> to Wanda. Just like he uh, was fucking loving that. Yeah, I know I do agree. I think I think this Miami team is really I the only thing I would kind of get them to improve on is a backup point guard. Mm, yeah, they okay. seem to have trouble when it's a Lowry off night, whether it be him mm. not playing or him being off. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just a guy, just a backup there can kind of come in and do the role. And I'm sure the buyout market will be filled with it. Um, Going back to Miami. I was, I honestly was, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe him and Jimmy are close. I don't know. What, I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, think, think, I don't so. think the NBA would allow it. I don't think they would. I think there is a thing where you can't go like, if you trade I think it's it within bought, 18 months. I think if you trade it and bought out, you can't go back. I think that yeah. is I think there is actually a rule on that. Um, mm. but if his if his relationship is healthy there, then maybe he ends up there next year. You know, maybe he goes Possibly. for a ring chase this year. But I think just a backup point guard, someone hold hold down the fort while while Carl Lowry's off and just yeah, that's all they really need. Yeah. I think there's do you still think they're top four? I do. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. As I said, them and uh, I mean, you're going to touch on Milwaukee in a second, but they're the both. They're both like the ultimate coast team. Like they don't need to do anything um, right now. They're going to stumble into the top four, and then they're going to ramp up. And Giannis is just going to be a fucking freak. But I'll let you take that away, Milwaukee Bucks, my friend. Go, go, hell for leather. What do you think that they need? I just think they need some health. Bit of health. Yeah. Yeah. The guys just haven't been healthy. They haven't been all together. They're having a hell of a championship hangover. I still think they're easily a top four team in the East. It's funny too because like the media obviously hasn't been covering Milwaukee because they haven't been uh, by their standards fantastic, right? Mm. But they're still on a seven game winning streak. They're still climbing the ladder in the in the East. And um, you know, a couple of notes from the last couple of weeks. Um, What's his name? Chris Middleton just taken over. Ray Allen for most threes in, in Milwaukee history. Um, Giannis is, is Giannis, and in his sleep, he's putting up 33, 14, and five most games. Wow, uh, you don't even realize. Yeah, you look and he's got 30 and 10, and you're like, how the fuck did he get that? Yeah, they've just signed a, an older version of Brooke Lopez in DeMarcus Cousins. It's a non-guaranteed contract, but, I mean, you spot that yeah. man up in the corner, he's going to be putting up more shots. I, think that's, I, I don't know how much DeMarcus plays in the playoffs because, obviously, just like a chair could score past him. His yeah. defense leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. I think in the regular season, that's what they need. Like yeah, the regular, exactly. like, like th- this is how the Hawks think they are. Oh, we just fuck around and we'll like, we'll turn it on when we get to the playoffs. Yeah. But you don't have Giannis. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you, know, you, don't, you didn't just win the league. Like, yeah, I, I think they're going to be fine. Um, they just need some health. And, and if you're the Bucks, you'd much rather be healthy on the back end of the year than the front end. Yeah, of course. Of course. And, I mean, the emergence of guys like Grayson Allen and, and um, Dante Bobby Porter's coming bro. back and, and Bobby Porter's being Bobby, Bobby Porter's is having a big year, brother. Like, he is – I was surprised he re-upped after the championship. Yeah. I mean, he has been so influential for this team. Like, mm. it's been – yeah. Yeah, yeah he's been, I agree. And, I mean, unanimously, I think we both think that they're going to make the top four, right? Yeah, yeah, without yeah. a doubt for me. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Lock it in. Um, lock those top four as well because I don't think anybody that we touch on from now is uh, is going to get anywhere near challenging them. Um, the New York Knicks, what do I think that the Knicks need? I think the Knicks need Evan Fournier to average more than 13 points per game. Mm-hmm. Um, in games that Evan Fournier has gone off, the Knicks have absolutely pumped teams that they probably shouldn't have beaten. Um I think the ball is in is in Kemba's hands too much, and I think that Derrick Rose being your best player at like thirty four years old and having 
not even half a knee at this point, having a quarter of a knee out of two legs, that is a cause for concern. Julius Randle has been hot trash this year. Uh, in my honest opinion. And maybe it's because the ball's out of his hands a little bit less, or maybe it's just because people have gotten used to like the style that he's going to do. He's going to pound it into the middle and he's going to make a tough fall away, but he has been hot trash. The the Knicks remind me of, and I mean, they're, I mean, they're okay. Uh, they're still in the eight, obviously, and they're in the hunt to, to make a deep run in the playoffs. But the Knicks remind me, you remember the Kings a couple of years ago when Luke Walton first got there and like they just, they ran that seven seconds or less offense and they snuck, they almost snuck into the top eight, mm, right? Yeah. Like they were, they were killing it. And because teams just weren't expecting them to just absolutely pump the ball and, and score within the first four seconds of the shot clock. And then the year after that, steaming pile of garbage. Back to the way the Kings were. I think that's what the, the Knicks are. I think they're over there. The Cinderella story from last year, and they just they signed a bunch of like mid-level guys to hope that they were going to get there again, and they just haven't they haven't improved this team. Is there is there anything that I've missed, my friend? No, I think I think you hit it on the head there. I think they're a bit of an inverse of the Washington Wizards, mm. where they've got the 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 Wizards are more than the sum of their parts. Yeah, like, like whereas the New York Knicks are very similar to that. They're they're the two sides of the same coin, where it's like you could have like the Zards where everyone works together and everyone compliments each other and it just works mm. well. Yeah. Well, it can be the Knicks. And you got fucking Kemba Walker dribbling the clock out. He got locked it. He had one play. I think it was a game of the, I can't remember who they played over the weekends. I can't, I watched the game. Let me have a quick geese. It was the game on Saturday. Saturday game. What was, it was a Saturday, Saturday game? game? Is it Saturday game for the Knicks? Saturday game. It was the whole, it was the Suns game. It was the Suns game. Sons, and the, right. the Knicks, the Knicks wore those sick black jerseys. Oh, jerseys. Yeah. oh, they're hot, bro. They are yeah. hot. Get inside me. Um, and he just he had a few, he dribbled off his leg. You just get like like he's just it's so weird seeing Kemba like this now. Mm. Like mm. we're just not like him and Derek Rose are on par. Could you imagine saying that to someone in like 2016? Oh nah, no like, way. Yeah, um, I think they just they just need they just need more than what they've got. They need to go out and get a star. Go out of free agency. And now that they're not now that they're not down the bottom every year, top ten pick, maybe they'll have more luck to get a start. I don't know who it is. Yeah, maybe. But it is possible. But this is the thing, like just touching on that game. And I know it's Phoenix. Um I'm not taking anything away from Phoenix. Phoenix is fantastic. All of the players that played substantial yeah, minutes had almost like, double digits, yeah. right? Like Phoenix, Phoenix are fucking insane. But your top scorer was Kemba Walker with 17. Julius Randle, who's supposed to be your all-star, had 9.6 rebounds, four assists. Like, that's worse than a Carl Anthony Towns game. That's – and, like, he only shot the ball eight times. Like, that's that's tough. Your yeah, best if, player – If we have a go at Cat, we've got to have a go at Randle, even though Cat makes way more than Randle. Yeah, but for still. sure. But your best player was playing in that Derrick Rose role. Emmanuel quickly, he had 16, four assists and two rebounds on six of nine shooting. Like, he he's a freak. That's a second-year guy. Second year guy cannot be the best player on your team if you if you have championship aspirations. No. Like I'm sorry, I, I just I just, just think fact. they need to they need to get their mentality of we don't have championship aspirations. We're going to find what fringe guys we have that we like. Yeah, and we're going to try and put stars around them. Yeah, I think sure. I think they they like that Brooklyn model of like we've got guys who are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, let let's go get the stars to complement these guys. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Please don't regret not going to the Knicks. You made a fucking good Do you decision. regret not going to the Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving further south. Uh, Orlando, my friend, what, are you, what do they need? Fucking Jesus. Same shit you said about Detroit. Yeah. Um, I don't they know. I, just, I feel bad for Jalen Suggs. Um, I, think he, I think the expectation everyone was he was going to, you know, do what Kevin Porter and what Jalen Green are doing. Whereas, like, bro, yeah. whatever you want to do, just... Go do it, man. Yeah, but, um, exactly. But Cole Anthony's been a revelation. Cole Anthony's a beast. Oh, well, I, love, I, feel, I love. I feel bad for him because... guards in, like like wearing the number fifty. That shit looks cool, man. Like yeah, yeah. Um, repping repping Daddy O out on the court. Yeah, and I mean it's kind it's kind of like I don't know. They're, they're bigs. They're bigs. They're trying to sort out between Carter Junior and Bam. Who they're kind of going to go with? Mm. Um, I don't know, man. They just need a lot. <laughs> Yeah, no, they do yeah, need a I, lot. I don't really know what more to say than they need a lot. Not not only has Cole Anthony had a good year, but uh, as you said, Mo Bamba, he's had a good year. Um, 
Uh, Carter Jr., he's still finding his feet in Orlando. So, I mean, number one thing that they need is time. Uh, time to mesh, patience, all that kind of time stuff. Time to draft. Yeah, time to draft. And and they need they need that stuff. They need that, you know, that that Paul George kind of guy that will not necessarily defend like like crazy, but will just, you know, can give you 25 on any given night. Mm. Um, like like no I have like, I have playing. liked Mo Bamba, and I think he's gonna be where they um where they look for the future. It's just hard. Like you got mm. a guy like Carter Jr. as well trying to play them together, trying to do this. Mm. It's just a mis- mismatch of things. And it's like, we'll The Bulls like, might have gone back to being about the 90s, but this Twin Towers thing, if I plan them two together, I just don't think it works. Yeah, I, don't I know. Jalen the, the Suggs are 25 years ago. And Jalen Suggs has been a bit disappointing. His shots looked a bit better. Yeah. Um. I mean, he started off really slow, but I mean- I think he's about just, to get comfortable in his skin, you know? I think so. And I think so. And it would be hard where it's like you go into it. And the, the Wagner boys are playing well, actually. They're fun to yeah. watch together. Yeah, they're um, all right. They're but all right. but yeah, yeah, you're right. They just need time and, and that whole lot. I, I think that's a top-down thing as well. I think they just need to start start fresh. Like if you're going to rebuild, rebuild properly. You're still in the shack and Dwight Howard hangover, even the, Vuc- the Vucevic hangover right now. Like you need to stop trying to build through your center. Get with the times, build through a, an explosive point guard like they're doing now in Cole Anthony, like a guy that can just set tabloids on fire and, uh, and you know, get him get him a little bit of help. Um, Philadelphia, the 76ers, uh, I believe it's my turn. The Sixers just need Joel Embiid on the court. And funnily enough, uh, they could do with a, uh, you know, a 6'10 point guard, all defensive guy that can just lock up. I think that'd um, probably help him. That would help him. I believe they have one on payroll, even though he's supposedly going broke. But um, yeah, if I mean, if you get if you get all those boys out there, these guys are a top four team instantly. They take that net spot to me. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, instantly because they've got they've got depth. They, look at the shit that they're getting out of Tyrese Maxey. You, you're telling me that if you're running out a core of of Simmons, Curry, Tobias. It doesn't even fucking matter were, who the four is. And, they were the number one team Joel. last year. You are right. I just think they're, uh, they're I think they're probably more likely freakish. to take Miami's spot, maybe. Nah. In the four. Nah. I think either way they'd end up in the top four, actually. Yeah. But yeah. I think Ben's not gonna play. No, I don't Ben's think he's gonna go- play. Either. Ben's not gonna play, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't but matter. Even Joel, I mean, we were saying before Joel is like one of the three most dominant big men in the in the East. Mate, he's one of, one the, of the he's, he's one, one, one of the two the most dominant big men in the league. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Even the Joker. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. And that's yeah. what it was last year. And that's what it will be this year. Like and, and if AD picks up his game, he'll join that as well. But AD's uh, He's been, a fucking been steaming pile of trash. We'll get to him on, on Friday. But, um, yeah, Philadelphia just need just need Joel Embiid out there. I mean, Tobias Harris is playing pretty decent. Uh, Seth Curry can't carry the team by himself. Danny Green, that, fuck, he just looks old out there. He's he's having that Andre Iguodala in Miami year. Like, he's just looking tough. Hey, just did you did you see the, the video of Joel getting locked up and double teamed on the 45 and Seth's just, like, open at the top? No. It was um, – I think it might have been today. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, I mean yesterday, Monday, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me have a quick gaze. Can you just entertain? Uh, they – I mean, they didn't play today. Must have uh, I mean, yesterday. yesterday. They didn't play yesterday. Um, might have been against the Wolves. Yeah, yeah, it might have been against the Wolves. Oh, yeah, because it was a close game. It was a close. Oh. It was to win. It was, oh. it was the last possession. He got locked up, double team, and mm. he's looking around, looking around, looking around. And um, Anthony Edwards locked him up. That's right. Mm. You mean yeah. Anthony Edwards, who still had more shots than Carl Anthony Towns? Yeah, because that's what he does. You could have like ten shots and have more than Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Well. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough. How many did Cat have? He had 16. It's getting Ooh. up there. It's creeping. But, I mean, uh, Airman had, had 21. D'Angelo Russell had 25. Uh, D'Lo taking 25 is a fucking liability. Yeah. I know where Cat can get some of his shots from. Well, Jesus. I mean, I mean, D'Lo actually hit quite a bit here. I know, and they points. won, so I can't really talk. But, fuck yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. If I give, if I but, give Cat shit, I've got to give D'Lo. But Carl Anthony Towns is putting up the same amount of shots as Tobias Harris is. Like, come on. Mark, yeah. come on, you're better than that. Yeah. You're better than that. But well, I was having Tobias Harris is overpaid, but still. Yeah, exactly. He is. But <laughs> yeah, anyway, it is what it is. Like we're not we're not here to rib on. I mean, we love fucking ripping on on Carly On Friday. Tune in on Friday. We'll yeah, rip tune in on Friday. Carly. We'll fucking we'll give the Timberwolves a new fucking Timberwolf asshole. 
Um, all right, getting to you now. Uh, the Toronto Toronto Raptors. <laughs> I just I just get it over your uh, typical asshole comment there. <laughs> Uh, that was off the dome, was it? That was off the dome. That was just I was just getting angry about Carl Anthony Towns and the Timberwolves. They've, um, got, they've got so much like it, it's. I'll get to it on Friday. But they, they just they have their so mean much, potential, like, and it kind of annoys me. They exactly. keep winning. Yeah, they keep yeah, winning. It's, it's fucking me off, bro. It's so annoying. <laughs> like, so frustrating. And in time, I was because the start of the year they were playing around. I was like, oh, they figured it out. Then they lost like five in a row, and I was like, sweet, it's like punk the Timberwolf season. And then oh, they like bro. start winning again. I can't do this. The cats out here playing like a bitch. And bro, do you remember like, high school? You and I kept saying to each other every year, "Hey, next year's the Timberwolves year." It still hasn't fucking been the Timberwolves year, man. We've been out of high school for so many years. I mean, that one's on us, bro. They had a core of Wiggins, Bennett, and um, like Rubio. Yeah. We said it was going to be the Timberwolves year. Was, that was the year Cat came in when it was Wiggins, Cat, <laughs> and Rubio. Yeah. That one was on us. That one's on us. Like, Who would have thought that X amount of years later we'd be having a podcast about this shit? Fuck, bro. Like that. Yeah, I can't blame the Timberwolves for that. I think yeah, that's, no, on that's, us, on but, uh, that's on us. That's on us. But Toronto, my friend. Toronto, man. I think they're struggling a little bit, but they look good. Mm. I don't really know what what they need. They need someone like Goran Dragic, really. Yeah, which is ironic. But um, someone just to stem the tide. I think I think they'll recruit well in the off season. I think they're kind of oh, we got some good shit here. We're not going to win it all after their hot start. They've got a rookie of the year candidate. Mm. Um, two top fifty players in Pascal yeah. Fred VanVleet. You like you like Fred VanVleet, don't you? Top fifty. Bro, I love I love Fred VanVleet. No, he's a he's he's big. He's big time. He does not shy away from the shot, and more often than not, he'll hit the shot. I, I did appreciate his big ball dance the other day, and the big ball dance. And I like, did not appreciate LeBron's. I'm going to grab my nuts and jump in the air. The whole like, that, that one. That was all... <laughs> did you see the one today? The Steph Curry one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciated that, even yeah. though I was against. I'm on. Uh, Steph is like. Steph is like the good Christian. He was like the good Christian, like teenager. And yeah. now he's like getting older and he's like, fuck your life. Yeah. And then doing a little hee hee running in the corner. Like, uh, um, yeah. I mean, the, the Raps kind of have it. They have an identity. Yeah. That, that's a big thing. There's a few teams we've touched on that <laughs> that do not. Um, mm, mm. And you do. would think you would think that their like championship hangover would be a little bit longer. But I mean, obviously with Kawhi leaving, they... I think they've done well. I think they've done well to stem the tide. Like they're still a relevant team. Mm. Um, they drafted really well in Scotty Barnes, who could be like a more offensive Kawhi Leonard, mm. um, which is fucking insane to think. Um, and he he obviously fits into that team seamlessly. I mean, they could do with a with a center that's not a steaming pile of shit called Chris Boucher or or you know. Precious Achuya, who's still trying to find his feet and is making. I, I think the center for this team is a very specific player. Mm. And I think I trust Masai to be able to choose that. Yeah. I don't think them rushing into a center is wise. I think he'll get the other four positions locked in and he'll go, this is the type of center we need. And he'll go and he'll get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think someone, I mean, we've said it a few times and, and fuck, if you told me five years ago, I'd be bringing this name up a lot, but someone like JaVale McGee, who's got that championship presence and, and block mm-hmm. shots and gets rebounds and, it does, you know, it does the little things. Uh, for me, it's 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 someone like that. And I mean, Precious is young. This is fucking second year, right? Boucher is young. It's his like second or third year. They could turn into those guys. And Boucher had a glow up last year of of ultimate proportions. Yeah. So, and we saw what they were able to do with Siakam. If they could do that to Precious, if they could get Scotty ba- Scott Barnes to go up another level, mm. if they could get um, OG, you know, yeah, but next 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 year they're probably a top six team. I mean, especially I, think, if they I think so too. And I trust them to draft and recruit well. Yeah. Um, I think that's yeah. I think next year, big hopes. We could be we could be talking about Toronto Raptors like we're about to talk about the Washington Wizards. So uh is it me or is it you? It's you. Oh, you're gonna make me fucking talk good things about the wizards, aren't you? We can just pass. God, yeah, pass. All right, Maybe and next off. week. No, 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 seriously. <laughs> the wizards uh, the Wizards, I think you hit it on the head before. You know, the the, the sum of all the parts is is something like it's better than it's greater than the whole. That's yeah. what you're looking for. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> keep looking, son. Who who would have thought that trading an all star for you know three decent players would 
turn your team into a decent team. Uh, I mean, who would, who I mean, it was giving... it was Westbrook. Yeah, it's not like they traded Kevin Durant. Yeah, true, but they got they got good return. I mean, Kyle Kuzma looks comfortable in his shoes. He can't hit a three to save his fucking life. Some of those games have been horrendous to watch. Montrez Harrell playing him an extra ten minutes a game. He's you know back up in the conversation for sixth man of the year. Bradley Beal has started slow, but still they're in the top three. Like. Uh, if and you've got other guys that that don't get enough love, like KCP. He's a he's a presence. He's a voice in the locker room, right? He's he's a champion. You know, he he knows what it takes to win. He's like he's the guy that we were saying five years ago is a prototypical three and D guy, right? He's he's still that, just a little bit older. Um, Raul Neto, oh Raul, he's fucking he's playing even really, Daniel really Gafford well. as well has been good off the bench. That, yeah, Daniel Gafford. He's I picked been, him up in two K the really other day. Who well. he's good. Yeah, he's all right, man. He's like, and he's got a bit of flair. I was watching him. The, the it was a Hornets game like three or four weeks ago now, and and he went like ten to ten, like he before he missed a shot, and and he's just a really good like pick and roll center. He's he's used to and that's already. what they need, man. That's what you need in a league. And like the the Davis Bertans contract's rough. It's tough, yeah. That's tough, tough. there. But I think that that, but that in two ends years up being it's a valuable. Look fine. Con- yeah, I think that's a valuable contract in his final year. And we mm. still haven't seen the man, the myth, the legend, Ru Hachimara. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know what's and going I, on. I, I actually think he would be a really good addition. Like, he is actually kind of what this team needs. Yeah. This team yeah. doesn't have that wing guy, right? Like, they got Kuzma, but he's not mm. really that wing guy. Ru Hachimara could be the wing guy that other teams have to plan for and have to game plan against. And they've got he a guy. He doesn't have to average 25, right? Yeah. He could average 18. They've got a guy as well that I think would be really interesting in like a four or even maybe like a small five role in Denny of Dia. He's he's had another really good year. Like he ended last year with a with an injury, um, but came out firing this year. And then smoky European eyes too. Yeah, man, he's like he's like a good Darius Aric. Like he's he's fun to watch. Um, Darius Aric wasn't dropped on his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's fun to watch. So I think that I think maybe even giving him a couple more minutes at the at the four or, or even at the five, um could could be fun. Because I mean, if you can, if you can let Montrez Harrell play the five, then you can let Danny Avdia play the five a little bit too. We forgot to shout out Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, I mean, and that's it. That's Spence it. playing well, mate. Like, you talk about all these guys that are like serviceable NBA players, and then you get to like someone like Spencer Dinwiddie again, another serviceable NBA guy. He's he's coming off, you know, a couple of years of injuries, and and it's good to see where he's at. And he's, you know, I think he's been he's been good enough. Like I, I wouldn't have thrown the bag at him like they did, but I mean, he's been he's been good enough. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, this is what happens when you go from like four competent dudes and a bunch of rookies that you that could possibly be something to seven competent guys and some good sophomores. Like, yeah. you turn into, I mean, you don't have the glow up of a top three like they're having right now, and this is fantastic. Keep drinking the Kool Aid, boys. But it, you turn into a top five team. Or like I thought, a, a I thought this was going to turn out how the Knicks are turning out now, mm. where it starts off good, but it slowly, you know, turns a bit to Papers. shit. Yeah. Um, but they're looking strong. They're looking good. Brad Beal can only get better, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. And I think if they can add Rui at some point, well, that's crazy to me too. It's crazy that people aren't talking about this. Like Rui yeah. could actually be like a guy who makes an impact on a top three team. Yeah. And it's like people just, but I guess people people aren't really talking about Kyrie anymore. The John Wall's only back into back into the conversation now that he's trying to get a trade. Yeah, because he piped up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think people were kind of saying, this is pretty messed up. And he was like, yeah, it is a little bit, eh? Yeah. I think he's yeah. a pretty chill dude who was happy to do what he had to do. And then I heard, I know this isn't a Western uh, conference, but I heard he was looking to go to Miami to Brooklyn mm. or to, um, um, yeah, to Miami, to Brooklyn or to, um, there was one more team. I think the Clippers were in that mix too. Yeah, pro- probably either the LA teams really if yeah, they get yeah. him on a minimum. Yeah, for fun. That would be great. All right, well, let's touch on the tiers just before we get out of here, my friend. Uh, so the tiers that we had at the beginning of the year were Tier 1, Heat Bucks, Nets. Tier 2, Bulls, Raptors, Celtics, Sixers. Tier 3, Hawks, Knicks, Hornets, Pacers. And Tier 4, Pistons, Cavs, Magic, Wizards. Now, the Wizards, I think we can move up to Tier 2. Was That's a bit of egg on our face, my friend. Yeah, but I don't think anyone really predicted them to do what they've done. No, no, but it is what it is, you know. Like, we've got to take yeah. our looks where we get them right. Um, the Bulls, I think, have solidified themselves as a Tier 1 team. 
yeah, I think so. I'm okay to put them on tier one. Yep. All right. Any any more changes that you would like to make, my friend? You could you could convince me Hornets and Celtics to switch tiers. Yep. You could convince me of that too. Yeah, um, very good. I just, was actually going to say Hornets Raptors, but I mean, I, I like the Hornets. Celtics. Yeah, even even the Raptors too. Like, I think, I think tier two is not as big. I think maybe the Hawks, if they if they string a few games together, could probably jump up into that second tier. Yep. Um, I think that middle of the East is is quite quite flexible with what's going on, and I think we won't really know till till March March closer to the playoffs. I think we'll be looking at last day of the season to find out who's who's doing what. And I'm I'm just gonna do it. Bring the Cavs up one tier. Bring them up into tier three. Uh, I wouldn't bring him in. I'd still keep him down there with the Pistons and the Magic. You reckon? I think they just got some injuries. Um, I think, I think they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna capitalize on their hot starts. I'd have them down in tier four. I just think there's going to be a big enough plus minus between them and the Pistons and the Magic that they could rock in in tier three. But it is what it is. We are we are a democracy here. Um, all right. So the tiers. Uh, we've now got them setting at uh, Heat, Bucks, Nets, Bulls in Tier 1, Hornets, Sixers, and Wizards in Tier 2, Hawks, Knicks, Pacers, Celtics, and Raptors in Tier 3, and then Piston, Magic, and Cavs in Tier 4. I'm, I'm pretty happy with those, my friend. I'm pretty happy with those. I'm pretty, and we can revisit them towards the end of the season too and see how we go. Yeah, we will. I think I think it'd be good to – it'd be interesting to do this toward, you know, maybe the second, third, or, or the third quarter end of this season when we know – pretty well who the eight are going to be and who's fighting still. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, I think that we will call it there unless you've got anything more that you want to touch on with these Eastern Conference teams. No, nah, man, we're all good. We Easted our way through that one. We did East our way through that one. Um, leave us a comment. Leave us a comment on uh, on what you think of the new, maybe the new album cover. Uh, oh, yeah. Check out the new cover. Matty B has been working hard, man. I've had him. Like we're in some back alley in Taiwan working hard, mate. He, he has been putting together. Oh, that's actually, we will touch on that quickly. What do you think about Ennis Cantor? Oh, Ennis Cantor. Oh, mate. Do we have to touch on it? Me, you got to have it. we got to finish oh, with do the we, eagle. Do we have you to touch on that? That is a eagle, fucking, mate. that is a joke, my friend. Oh, like, my God. The dude he's is going that Meta World Peace route. The dude is, yeah, his dude is a clown. Yeah, he is a clown. I can't wait for someone to dunk on him and you hear the mic bring, and he's dunked on freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, that dude is a certified clown. He yeah, is just I, I honestly I have no words for him. Um the thing is his 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 message about as we said on the uh, a couple of weeks ago, his messaging on China is right. Like he's not wrong. Yeah, it's we just agree. That he's going about the it way in he goes the dumbest way possible, mate. Like mm. it just dilutes the message. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It does. All right. I, yeah, I think you touched on it enough. That's <laughs> it is what it is. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll follow us at Fifth and Dribble on like Instagram us. and on Twitter. Like, um, comment on on what you think of the new cover art. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you want us to go back to the old one? Let us know. Uh, do you have any suggestions? Feel free to free for to DM us some suggestions as well. And uh, Lachlan, as I said, you've been practicing, my friend. Tell us where they can leave us a voice message. I've been practicing. I've been saying this in the mirror for two weeks. He's having nightmares about this shit. I am. I'm having nightmares. Matt's standing over me fucking yelling at me. But, I mean, I also have dreams that start off like that. So, you know, it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to tell until we're deep in there. You can, you can leave us a voice message at Anchor. Dot FM forward slash fifth and dribble. Fifth that and is dribble, it. Yeah. That is it. That is it. All right, guys, we're out of here and we will see you for the Western breakdown. And, you know, probably hectic cheese actually signing the dotted line uh, on Friday's show.